missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. 14% of men want this in their house. What is it, Shaw? A uh, cat. No. 14% of men want this in their house, Gene. What is it? <sighs> Obviously, it's something that's probably not in your house. Right? That's, I know. That's what I'm trying to think of. Um, well, in my house, it'd be a fireplace, but that's not it. Uh, a man cave. You want a real fireplace <laughs> in there? Or, do you or want anything. A... <laughs> <laughs> Any kind of fireplace. We don't have one. Don't you have, I thought you had the, the one downstairs, the uh, the fake one, the plug-in one. Well, we have, okay, we have a light that... <laughs> It doesn't give off heat. It doesn't give off heat. Sorta. Okay. But uh, how about a a, a easy bake off theater room? (laughs) Theater room? Uh, Yeah, Shaw, you want to take one more shot uh, here? A maid. Uh, I think that number would be higher than 14%. No, uh, 14% of men want this in their house. This happens to be a urinal. Oh. I kind of agree. I know a guy who has one. I would would seriously think about that, Shaw. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just makes things a lot easier. But the uh, solution to putting the toilet seat down, which apparently is a huge problem <laughs> with women. I don't know why. You don't look before you sit. So they just, they prefer to have it just on the wall? Yeah. But, uh, so, you know, similar to going into a men's bathroom, uh, you go in and there's usually a urinal or two and then maybe one toilet, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have a maybe a bathroom, a half bathroom with a sink and a urinal. Uh, if you've got the room or maybe you've got both a urinal and a toilet and a sink and a shower. I, I, you know, whatever your room allows you. But uh, 14% of men huh. say they would like to have a urinal in their home. The new survey says uh, 82% of people say no. 8% say yes. 10% don't know if they'd like to have a urinal. <laughs> How do you not know? No big surprise here. The big divide is between men and women, however, when you start to break down the numbers. 14% of men would want a urinal, and just 2% of women are into it. I don't know why women would care. unless right. it's, I don't either. You know, like, unless it's some like sort for, of competition. For that cleaning? They, well, <laughs> maybe it's something they've always of. wanted to try. You know what I mean? Maybe it's like, hey, I'm shoot or shoot, you know? Uh, 73% of men would pass, while a whopping 91% of women are a solid no. That's a negative. It's not happening. I can't believe that. Like, you're with somebody, and they're like, hey, you know, I'd like to have a urinal. And the woman's like, no, we're not putting a urinal in. What's the difference? I, the only thing I can think of is for cleaning, but I don't, I've don't. i never really had to do that. <laughs> the uh, idea is more popular among people under the age of 50, older folks not into the concept of a, of a urinal. I don't huh. quite understand why. But, yeah, I guess it would make things a little bit easier, Shaw. Mess, less mess. True. You would assume, right? Right. I mean, we tend to be a little more accurate with a urinal. Especially if it's uh, not one of those ones that goes all the way down to the floor. You know those ones, Sean. Mm-hmm. You go into a bar and there's usually like ice on the bottom and you're like, oh, fun game. <laughs> Melt the ice. 14% of men say they would like to have a urinal in their house. I'd be open to the idea, but I'm not installing it. and have a professional do that. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7.
The Rock. Right now we have a very special guest here in the studio, Tia from Gunderson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. You don't have to look at the back of that computer <laughs> screen. You can actually look at me. And uh, you are the special events program coordinator at Gunderson. That must be a, a pretty important job. Mm-hmm. At the foundation. So helping raise money and stepping out in pink is something she works on all year long. Good morning, Tia. Good morning. So, stepping out in pink, the big news, obviously, just uh, what a week or two ago, is that you guys are moving the event, if you will. Uh, obviously, it's usually the same day, I think, as our end of summer bash. Yes, it is. And so, I get up in the morning and I come down here to pick up stuff at the radio station building and then go to wherever our bash is happening. This year, I believe it'll be a feature in Holman. And I always, because we live on the far south side, I'm like, I always forget. And then I get, and then I realize, oh, I have to circumvent all of the road closures and people that are walking around in pink mm-hmm. shirts. But, This year, it's going to be at uh, Riverside Park. And tell me, what was the impetus for moving it? Yeah, Riverside Park, we're excited. One, it's beautiful. I mean, how do we surpass up the, the, the area over here? And two, like you said, road closures. Right now, we won't have to do that much anymore because we'll be on the Mars Trails. So it's just going to be a lot safer for our participants. And also, the community out, outpour from our downtown community has been insane. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So we're and really I, excited. I think people might have been a little confused, and I know I was because I thought at first, I'm like, okay, so they're just going to walk around in a bunch of circles at Riverside <laughs> Park. And that's not the case. As you mentioned, Mars Trails. So where exactly is it going to go? I'm, I'm assuming through the Friendship Gardens. For those of you that don't know, if you start at Riverside Park, you can go through the Friendship Gardens around the back by the uh, Fest Grounds, and then you sort of end up over by Menards and sort of in that area. Yep, over by Menards and Festival. We'll walk right by through all of those trails over there, and it's a perfect loop that comes right around. Um, really wide and beautifully done. The city did a great project with those trails, so I'm excited to highlight all of those for not only the community that we serve here, but everybody who comes from out of state and, and joins us for that day. Yeah, and I think there might be quite a few people that live here in La Crosse that don't know how expansive and how beautiful those trails can be. I mean, most of them are, are paved, I believe, and uh, there's plenty of room for people to walk and, and even bicycle on those uh, trails through there. Let's talk about uh, early registration prices because I hear it's cheaper than normal. Yeah, early bird registration starts today. So secure your T-shirt at steppingoutinpink.org for $20. Steppingoutinpink.org, mm-hmm. $20. You get your shirt and you also get to, uh, you know, be a part of the the, the walk. But um, let's talk about the, the impact of yeah, that money, where that goes big. and what that does. Yeah, so we have incentives for fundraising this year. So at $100, you're going to get a water bottle. $150, you get a catch-all bag and a water bottle. That money stays local. It goes to the research and the patient support at Gunderson Medical Foundation for breast cancer patients. Let's talk about lazy people like me. How much do I got to raise in order to have someone carry me like uh, Well, you can like, support like a walker. Caesar, you know what I mean? Being uh-huh. like a, yeah. no, I, I don't mind, you know, I just would rather someone carry me. You know what? I'm going to put that price at $1,000. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's setting the bar low. I can get 1000 bucks. Uh, but seriously, go to uh, steppingoutinpink.org uh, for more info. I'm assuming people can just Google that. It'll pop up, uh, obviously, if you're in the lacrosse area. Anything else? Any uh, more information in regards to, like, uh, sponsors or, or, or other things that will happen the day of the event? Yeah, big things are happening. We have a stage that will be in the festival area mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. with community, our dancers, some some other entertainment. On the main stage, we had a very, very cool uh, Midwest family coming to DJ that day. Uh, and then we have a band as well. So we have a whole vendor market. So even if you don't register for the event and you want to come down and support the vendors and donate a few dollars here or there, everything helps. Yeah, it's going to be a big day in downtown, Brian. Expect shopping and people going out to eat yeah. and getting beverages. And they're going to the market downtown and the Riverside. There's entertainment on the stages. And then they're walking the Marsh Trail for a amazing, amazing community effort. It's it's stepping out in pink. And it's usually the first Saturday in September. Is that the, the 10th. 10th this yep. year? Okay, so Saturday, September 10th, 
Stepping out in pink locally. Tia, thank you so much for coming in. Stepping out in pink.org for more info and to register. Get that $20 price today. How long does that last, that window? Until May. Until May. Okay. And then the price goes up? Yeah, mm-hmm. so right. end of May. All right. So you got about a month if you want to take advantage of that $20 price, and then the price will go up. So do that uh, as soon as possible, and then you can be a part of Stepping Out in Pink. Thank you so much, Tia. Thank you. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. A jockey in New Zealand is in trouble after she and her racehorse tested positive for meth. Oh my gosh, what? Yeah. Her and her horse are doing meth together? I don't know. I don't know if they they got a little lab there in the stables or what the deal is. If they're shaking and baking. I don't know what the hell's going on. But a jockey in New Zealand... And the horse, huh? And the racehorse, both testing positive for meth. Her name is Rochelle Lockett, and she's 50 years old. A horse that she helped train named B. Flexi won a race back in January, but then tested positive for meth. So Rochelle had to give hair and urine samples, and she tested positive, too. Her and the horse are just out back behind the alley with getting high as F. Uh, it's not clear how the horse got the meth in its system, but Rochelle eventually admitted she'd done some meth. She said, yeah, okay, I did some meth. First, she claimed that she only did it back in November because it was her birthday, so she just saves it for special occasions. I'm not going to do the meth like on my anniversary or on a Wednesday, but on my birthday, I'll crank it up a notch and do some meth. That's what Rochelle said. Uh, she, then her test results uh, show that she'd been doing a lot more meth than just the one-time dose. So she eventually admitted that she'd been doing it two days before the race. Still unclear how the horse got the meth in its system. New New England. New Zealand's Racing Integrity Board banned her for three years. She could be reinstated if she tests negative for 18 months, though. Obviously, you hope she gets some help and gets off the meth. The horse also got banned, too, which seems unfair. The horse is Why not is a, a, it's not a, right. He not didn't a choose, willing participant. Probably. Yeah. He's not making that choice. The horse is probably, well, I don't know if he gets, it's like the squirrel, right? Remember the meth squirrel? Yeah. The guy got it addicted to yeah, meth and, it, and it's like, yeah, but still, maybe the horse has horse. a real bad habit now and is willing to do well, some shady things for that I, meth. Come on. He's got the hookup. Not the first time a racehorse has been methed up either. Uh, a horse named I'm Not Ticklish tested positive for meth back in 2014. At least two other horses in New Zealand have failed meth tests this uh, last year in 2021. So I don't know. They've apparently got some sort of meth problem with the horses and the jockeys there in New Zealand. It's rampant. <laughs> Jockey and the horse just out there mething it up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> Best of the Morning Sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. Welcome, everyone. It's National Pretzel Day. Pretzel Day? Well, I like pretzel day. Pretzel? Pretzels. Sure you don't want a pretzel? Here, try a pretzel. Free pretzel? A pretzel? How's your pretzel? Good. If a pretzel is a quality pretzel, you don't need salt. In honor of National Pretzel Day. I'm just going to have my soft pretzel. It'll be super productive. It's showtime. National Pretzel Day, Shaw. Your day to shine. It is. Love you me some pretzels. Love pretzels. Mm-hmm. I am not a big fan of pretzels. Had some last night. Really? What uh-huh. kind? It's because it's his favorite snack. Do you yeah. remember? I know. I remember. Oh, I dipped them in some cheese spread. and mm. What kind of cheese spread? Uh, smoky cheddar. Ooh. See, Were that's they... the thing about the pretzel. Right. 
It's it's okay as long as you're dipping you can it. Multitask. You oh. can put it in spinach dip. You can put it in cheese bread. You can again, put it in I, French onion dip. I have my biggest complaint about pretzels is that when you get the bag of pretzels, all of the salt is off the pretzels and at the bottom of the bag. That's not where I want it. I want it on the pretzel. I like the salt. I I I will suffer through the pretzel part mm. to enjoy the salt. You know what I mean? The pretzels are generally saltier than most other snacks. Yeah, because there's big chunks of salt right on them. But a lot of times, the pretzels come out and they're naked. And I don't want a naked pretzel. Mm. I want a pretzel You're with the a wrong lot of pretzels. salt. What? You're eating the wrong pretzels. So are, were, you do, are, were your twisties in the cheese jar? Are you yeah, sticks? Little, or? Yeah, these were the little twisty ones. Okay. Does, do you have uh, a go-to? Does, a, does it a go-to uh, shape matter for you? Uh, uh, no, I mix it up a little bit. You know, sometimes it's the sticks. Sometimes I go with the, the rods, you know, the big long ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Six, four, Ever the little nuggets? The little, like the filled those, nuggets? Those can be good at times, okay. too, yeah. I like the, the is it Schneider's or Snyder's? Yeah. The little chunks that are all, but they're hard as rocks. They are, yeah. But those, uh, if they soften, up honey them, mustard ones are so. Oh, good lord, those are those are really good. Yeah, the honey mustard ones. Mm-hmm. Margie used to bring in a honey mustard, uh, didn't she? Oh no, she got it at, at uh, Newey's, right? Well, she had a recipe for a mustard dip that I still have a copy of. You, what is it with you and all the secret recipes that you're not sharing with everybody? What? You got the Bloody Mary thing. You got the margarita thing. Now you got the honey mustard thing. He does share. You share, don't you, yeah, Shaw? Sure. Shaw's a share. I don't have the blood. I don't have the honey mustard recipe mm. that Margie used to have. That well, she gave you haven't you asked for it until right this very alleyway in the cover of night. I didn't know it was that top secret. But well, I just said I really liked it, and uh, you, I don't have it. You have it. All right, I'll make some and I'll bring some in. Oh man. With some bloody mix, too? <laughs> You're pushing it. Now it sounds like a party. It does sound like a party. National Pretzel Day, Shaw. I know Dot's uh, pretzels, those tend to be everybody's favorite. The seasoned ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get that. See, the, the nice about those is that uh, the seasoning is a dusting as opposed to a, a, a hard salt rock mm-hmm. that they try to attach to these things. So the, the dusting stays on there better than the, the salt. And really, that's what it's all about, that, that seasoning. The pretzel part is just, eh, all right, it's flour. Okay, cool. It's, it's okay. But yeah, if you got like a cheese or a French onion dip or something, what other kind of dips do you dip your pretzels in? I like it in spinach dip. Spinach, like an artichoke spinach? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it gives you an excuse to eat three or four pretzel sticks at the same time, <laughs> that's right? That's true, yeah, yeah. 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 You got to bunch you them gotta, up. Well, yeah, you got to have like a little, it's almost like a Mark You're Twain a raft, like a float yeah. down the river kind of right? thing. You got to have that thing wide so you can get a lot of mm-hmm. scoopage. You know what I'm saying? Gene, do you have a favorite pretzel? Uh-uh. I no? don't think so. I don't, I don't, I'm not. A, I, do they taste differently, or is it just your mind playing tricks on you? What different brands? No, I, yeah, obviously different brand. But I'm talking like if you had the same brand, but yeah. you had like a stick versus like the what are they oh, called? I, like the eight or the infinity shape or whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah, the twisty ones. The, mm-hmm. Is that what you call them, twisty ones? Yeah. I look at the twisty one. I'm like, you look unappetizing. <laughs> the stick, I, I I have more faith in. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Is that me? Mm-hmm. Is that just me being weird? Probably. Well, the sticks aren't as strong, I would say, Shaw, right? You're right. not going That's into the you stick into your, four of them into your them cheese. You're breaking it off. Then. Exactly. You, you you very frustrating. Them. But do you say that to yourself as well, or is it just me? I don't say it to myself. I just wouldn't go with the stick because they're, they're too weak. They're too weak. <laughs> like little girl, For my needs. Like little yes, they're, pretzels. Not, they're not. For my needs, they don't work. National Pretzel Day. Celebrate with some pretzels that might make you thirsty. You know what goes good with pretzels, Shaw? Beer. Exactly. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. Dating 
behaviors, Shaw. Now, it's been a long, <laughs> long time since any of us have been dating. That is true. My anniversary is actually tomorrow. It's our ninth wedding oh, anniversary. Happy tomorrow. anniversary to you both. Thanks. You know, when you were out with surgery and recovering, I got mm-hmm. you beer and bacon. You did. That's true. <laughs> well, that was a little bit different than just... I'm still recovering. <laughs> from marriage. From my marriage. funeral. Yeah. All right, dating. What's up? Dating behaviors. Red flags or green flags, Shaw? Ready? Yes. Yeah. Uh, BuzzFeed polling their readers on several dating behaviors, asking whether they are red flags or green flags. I think we understand what a red flag yes. is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Run. Go forward. Go the opposite direction. <laughs> Green flag means things are okay. So you're ready, Shaw. Here we go. Yep. Giving small gifts early on in the dating process. Small. Like maybe a flower. Cup of coffee. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Maybe like, oh, I know you like this coffee. Here's a, a you know, a bag of it. Or maybe I like, uh, you know, like here's a mm-hmm. gas card. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming over. Green light. I, yeah, sure. I'm good 80, with that. 85% of people said that's cooler. Green flag. 15% of people say it's a red flag. I guess if you had a bad experience with small gifts that turned into big gifts and then you feel indebted, I guess. Yeah, Maybe one it's too early in the relationship to be... Fits all under panties. Bear. Yeah, no. What did you say about panties? I said one size fits all from the gas station. <laughs> Rose panties, no. Then out. You're getting her a pair of those for early? <laughs> that's a red that's flag. Saying, that's Ooh, red that's, flag. Yeah. Depends on the gift. A cup of coffee? Yeah, okay. Uh, number two, Shaw. Dating behavior is red flag, green flag. Uh, texting you all day. Uh, it's oh, a red it's flag. Red. Please stop. Stop, stop, stop. It's stop. actually pretty well split. 53% say it's a red flag. 47% say it's a green flag. I don't want to text all day from anybody. No, right. Either. Ever. Mm-hmm. Not now, not before, not now, not all ever. All day. No, hell, no. No. Stop texting me. You get one a day. That's it. I don't even want to text my wife that much. And I love her. Uh, dating behaviors, red flags, green flags. Asking you to hang out more than twice a week. When you get married, you can't escape them. There's no way to get rid of them. I don't know. When your you know, relationship is blossoming, you want to spend a lot of time together? Yeah, green. 82% of people say it's a green flag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so hanging out a couple times a week. Hey, what are you doing on Thursday? I don't now, know. if you said six, it'd right. be like, yeah. Look, I need a couple of days to me time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, calling you mine. Oh, that's uh, my girlfriend. Or, I, you know, uh, establishing some form of ownership. To that other person, Shaw, is that a red flag or a green flag? It depends on how soon in the relationship mm-hmm, it is, I would think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let's go red. 36% of people say it's a green flag. So, yeah, most people say it's a red flag. 64% of people say that's kind of a red flag. Oh, that, she's mine. Yeah, she's my lady. <laughs> she's my old ball and chain. Uh, introducing you to their friends and family within the first six months of dating. Is that a red flag or a green flag? Um, Six months. That's that's, quite a That's a long time. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, 90% say it's a green flag. Yeah, Yeah, you want want to meet their friends. Maybe not like the weird mother. Like come over and meet the parents like we're getting married. Yeah, yeah, go out to dinner, awkward, you know what I mean? But like, I don't know, you go hang out with his friends, go to a football Sunday thing. 10% of people obviously say it's a red flag. Um, Talking about making long-term plans with you early on. Red flag, green flag. Uh, That's a red flag, I think. Yeah. 64% say it's a red flag. If you start talking about six months from now, let's... Right. Let's Let's just see how this weekend goes. Put a pause on that, okay? Yeah. Let's see how this... Let's see how many eggs this guy cooks. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know if I want to commit to that. By the way, Paul said that uh, he apparently was drunk with this... Whoever this was. Okay. He says, I'm going to get the rest of the story. He was just as full as I was Saturday night. 
I'm assuming that's a reference to uh, had too many beers. It must have been, yeah. Uh, red flag, green flag, relationships, dating behaviors, a couple more, Shaw. Um, calling you multiple times a day. Red flag, green flag. Yeah, that's a red flag, I think. Yeah, 79% yeah. say it's a red mm-hmm. flag. Phone calls are a red flag first and foremost. Don't call me, all right? Unless you're dying or you need emergency help, don't call me. Text me. Just send me a text and then only send me one, Shaw. Uh, 79% of people say a red flag calling multiple times a day. Yeah, that's needy and uh, mm-hmm. it's odd and it's not. It's icky, kind of icky. Um, not being great at texting, but being great in person. Is the quality of the text message <laughs> important, uh, Shaw? No, no, not to me. Like, people are really worried about this. Yeah. No. no. 76% say it's a green flag. 24 say it's a, a red flag. I'd rather be able to communicate effectively face-to-face than as opposed obviously. to text. Yeah. Yes. Obviously. Um, no, another one here. Last one, Shaw. Dating behaviors, red flags, green flags. Um, making a point to plan all your dates. Red flag, green flag. So, hey, we're going out Thursday night. We're going to have dinner here. We're going to go to the movies. Or is it just sort of, hey, what are you doing? I don't know. Let's hang out. Yeah, that sounds like a red flag to me. A little too 60% of controlling. people say that's a red flag. Making a point to plan all your dates while 40% say it's a a green flag. So, yeah. Is there one uh, behavior above all else that'll that'll end the relationship, Shaw, for you? I don't know. I keep trying to find out. <laughs> so far, I'm good. You're like 40 years into it, right. man. You gotta... I think you're going to be fine, Shaw. Thank you. <laughs> Gene? I don't like jealousy. Yeah. Like, if I'm with you, I'm, that's enough, right? You don't have to worry about every single thing that, you know. Where are you going? What are you doing? Who are you with? I did that with my parents. I don't need to write notes. Exactly. I'm over at Donuts House. I'll be back at four. You know where I am. I'm at work. I'm at home on the couch taking a nap. (laughs) A lot of red flags out there, though, Shaw. A lot of red flags. Yeah, got to be able to spot them. Too many pillows on the bed. That's a red flag for me. You go over a girl's house for the first time, you know, there's a lot of pillows. On the bed, I don't know. There's something going on there. If she's got stuffed animals, too, I'm out. Uh, I, like a bed full of stuffed animals? Yeah, yeah. One or two, you know, some sort of sentimental value type thing. Okay, but uh, when was the last time you, you went over a girl's a house and she had <laughs> over dolls? Dolls? Yeah, a lot of dolls? Oh, about, I'm troubled by that, too, Jim. Don't you have dolls in your house? <laughs> Me? No, Sean. Oh. I don't have dolls. What are you talking about? Mary doesn't have any, like, collectible dolls or no. anything like that? No. 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 What about too many candles? Yeah. Oh. Is that no. just a me issue? I mean, it's just it's weird to me. But no. What about a too much of everything issue? <laughs> too much of anything. <laughs> okay, now you're just opening your life up. <laughs> too many books, too many towels, too many candles. Too many, too many glasses. Too many wheels. We had that. It's starting to add up again, though. I've, I've noticed that it, somehow the glasses multiply in that cabinet. I think they're like rabbits in there, Shaw. I don't know what the hell's going on. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Okay, time to finish my garage sale post for Craigslist. Teenager for sale. Slightly used. Comes fully equipped with sarcastic comments. Deep sighs and rolling eyes. Plays video games until 3 a.m. Texts 200 words per minute. And may need help loading a fresh roll of toilet paper on spool. No reasonable offer will be refused. Sound about right, Gene? Mm-hmm. Shaw? Mm-hmm. Yep, sounds familiar. Sound about right? Mm-hmm. At what age are kids the biggest jerks? 13. Gene? Oh, man. 
different for boys and girls. Anyway. Yeah, it is. And it depends on three is not a fun age. Right. Three is kind of jerks. They go in. They say terrible twos. It's not twos. It's threes. And then the, it kind of goes shot. It goes in really a couple bad. years. And, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're so long, right? And, well, because they are their own people, and you're wrong about everything. <laughs> and uh, you're dumb, and you're old, and you're stupid. And, and they're right about everything. And you're a loser, you and you don't understand. 15. And, I'd say 15. Bing, bing, ding, 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 ding. Gene got it right on the uh-huh. head. According to a recent survey that asked parents at what age are kids the biggest jerks, 75% of parents chose the age between 13 and 19. So somewhere in that yeah. six-year range, yep. 15 was the number one answer. Overall, that was the number one answer. And uh, the 10 most stressful things about parenting a teenager. You want to take a stab at this one, Jean, who still has teenagers in her house? I'm going to tread very lightly on this, Shaw. Right. There's, <laughs> they listen? <laughs> well, the, I'm just, Shaw, I'm going to let you go ahead. You've already done some of these. I can, I can whisper the some ten, thoughts. The 10 most stressful things about parenting a teenager, Shaw. Uh, well, finances certainly is part of it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I don't see anything in here really? about uh, money. The, no, no money. You got that one. Well, those kids are expensive. Where are well, they? Who I are mean, they hanging out with? When are they coming right. home? What are they doing on social media? Gene got them all, basically. Yeah. Line them all up, knock them all down. If you've got 10 pins, she'll take all 10. Uh, number 10, worrying about their grades. The kids still care about their grades? Mm-hmm. Was, number, yeah, num- go ahead. Number nine, helping them plan for their future, which kind of goes in hand in hand with the with the. Grades. What are you going to do with your life? Yeah. I want to rock, Sean. Right? That's the only answer. Uh, trusting them to make good decisions. Boy, oh, boy. Good luck with that one. Kids are dumb. Uh, helping them with their homework. After fourth grade, right, you can't figure it out, Shaw. You got to get somebody else in there. You got to get an expert. Mm-hmm. Right? Things have changed, too, with the way they teach kids, so I don't have any idea what the hell I'm doing. Is yeah, that- my kid was taking advanced math, and he was asking me for help. I'm like, I have no idea. Well, my parents had no clue whatsoever, even like in even in elementary school. Once I got past, like, fourth grade, and I wasn't even that smart of a kid. I wasn't in any advanced class. I just, they were like, and plus, they didn't care. They were like, well, you figured out. That's what it's for. It's homework. You're supposed to do it, not me. Uh, dealing with hormones, Gene. Mm. Oh, that's always fun. Is that fun? Oh, yeah. Gene? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turning lightly. You know, we're supposed to talk about these things on the program. We're supposed to create content here. Yeah, I, I don't I'm, even I'm have balancing. kids. It's a balancing act, a balancing okay? Act. Dealing with hormones, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah. They're raging hormones, Shaw. They can't control That's why they're hormones. so difficult at that age. Uh, again, these are the most stressful things about parenting a teenager, according to a recent survey. Uh, number five, helping them manage their emotions, right? How to mm-hmm. plateau, how to, you know, come down from a high, those kind of things, right? Gene? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all things shall pass, too, right? It's hard right. to remember, to remember that. that. that well, they live in the now. They yeah, don't live in the, course, hey, things are going to get better That's, in a couple of days. We all did. That's natural. Uh, number four, the fact that they spend too much time on technology. Obviously, that's more of a recent problem, Shaw, than it maybe was uh, even when your kids were. Yeah, I'm so glad that uh, my kids were. I mean, you had TV, obviously. Yeah, but not like the no, social media yeah, stuff like on. kids today yeah. are dealing with. Uh, allowing them to make their own mistakes. That's got to be kind of tough, right? I mean, you know, you can't stand there in front of them. You got to let them yeah. make mistakes. and let them skin their knee once sure. in a while. Learn how to deal with that, how to deal with the, you know, the, the, re- the recurring effects of that. Uh, number two on the list of the uh, 10 most stressful things about parenting a teenager, according to a recent survey, helping them make important life choices like college, mm-hmm. where they're going to live when they move to Winona. All those things. 
all that stuff. My mom, it's funny actually, because my mom had never lived on her own. She was the oldest of eight kids, and when she met my father, she was still living at home with my grandparents. And then they got married, and she moved in with my dad and never had to get her own place. So when she and my dad were going to get divorced years ago uh, and they separated, my mom had no idea how to look for an apartment. And, of Mm -hmm. course, I'd been on my own for several years. So I'm, like, trying to help her find apartments, and what do I know? I mean, I was in my early 20s, man. I was just happy to have a place to live, you know? Like, yeah, you throw the bed on the floor over there and you yeah, can hang up a, your mom was looking for. hang up a really cool poster over here. This is where you're, yeah, the yeah. doors. Looking for four outlets. Is there four outlets in the entire apartment? You'll be fine. You know what I mean? Nowadays, obviously, you got to have all the outlets in the, this one room. And But uh, last but not least, uh, number one on the list of the most stressful things about parenting a teenager, dealing with their mood swings. Oh, yeah, that's the hardest part. They're up here. They're down there. They're over mm-hmm. here. They're over there. They're north, south, east, west. They're all over the place, Shaw. Especially girls. Was Hannah, uh, yeah. Well, I oh, saw yeah. some of that. I saw that mm-hmm. mood swing at Thanksgiving. She swung right at you. <laughs> She's not afraid I thought, to. I thought you were going to get Chris rocked. <laughs> I thought, she, Dad! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, oh, man. And then Mary was in there, too. It was just like, I felt bad for you. Yeah, but she's an adult now. Imagine when she was 13, oh. 14 years old. Oh, and they're so right about everything. Oh, they go they? in the room, slam the door, you know. But, I mean, they're so right. They know everything, right? Mm-hmm. They have no idea or concept of reality. And they know everything. And they tell you that to your face, right, John? Right. Oh, yeah. He's not bitter. <laughs> we got through it. You're all right. You got some good, well-adjusted kids, Shaw. You did all right. We're lucky. But there you go. 15, apparently, is the uh, worst age, according to a recent survey of uh, parents of teenagers when it comes to uh, when they're the biggest jerks. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7. The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $10 of my morning show money up for grabs. Not a ton of money. Most people tend to donate that back to the Rock Foundation until it gets to about 50 bucks, and then then your real true self Mm -hmm. shows its ugliness, (laughs) which I like. I like. I don't want people that are philanthropic. I want them to keep the money for themselves. Jean does not think you're going to know it. She based her decision solely on how she's feeling today. Okay. It has nothing to do with you. Which isn't great, Shaw. I've been under the weather all week. Oh, yeah, me too, for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And yet here you guys both are. Yeah. I've been staying away. in the building. Been staying away. Sharing food. Thanks a lot. I took the food in here. Gene comes in uh, on Monday and is like, I'm not feeling the best. I'll try to spend as little time as possible in the studio with you. And then every 10 minutes, she pokes her head in here. (laughs) And she's like, hey. Can I talk to you? Uh, I wore a mask. That's not fair. Hold on one sec. Let me tell you the story again without Gene. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Gene's opinion obviously does not matter, Shaw. It's about caller 15. Who this? Hi, this is Spencer. Spencer, turn your radio down. I got you. Spencer, how old are you? How old are you? I am 26. All right. Spencer, give can I give you a little bit of a little bit of help, a little tip? Yes, let's do it. When you call a radio station to win a prize, turn the radio down before you call. 
I just love listening to you guys. I'm not telling you not to listen. I'm just giving you a little helpful hint here in the future. Spencer, do you know how this game is played? Absolutely. All right, Spencer, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or is he not going to know the movie quote? Well, I think Shaw's a pretty solid guy, so I'm going to say yes today. You're going to say yes, and what are you going to do with my 10 bucks if you win? I'm going to go get some alcohol. That's my man. That's what 26-year-olds should do. Make sure that uh, you get the good stuff too, all right? Don't spend it on some weak-ass Boone's Farm or anything, okay? Oh, absolutely. I feel like a proud parent. Right? <laughs> Guy's got to figure it out. Well, he was cordial. He accepted mm-hmm. some. Yes. He accepted some. Clear. You know, he spoke clearly. He yeah. spoke clear. He accepted some uh, some helpful tips. Mm-hmm. Just a li- you know, and he he enjoys he a plan you, for Shaw. his money. A twenty six year old enjoys thinks you're a solid guy, Shaw. Oh, that's very know, nice. Wasn't, it, wasn't that great? And he knows not to spend my money on crap like Boone's Farm. Mm-hmm. Buy some good stuff. I, I almost want him to win. He's got life figured out. I kind of almost. I feel like a proud parent. I want to take him to the store with my $10 and have him pick something up. <laughs> something. I know I don't. All right, here we go, Shaw. Uh, he thinks you're going to get it. Gene doesn't think you're going to get it. Listen closely to this movie quote, and if you get it right, Spencer wins my money. Oh, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. Oh, I want 150000 Would you like to hear that again? <laughs> Yes I, yes, I would. I'm okay. sorry. All right. Were you not listening? No, I was listening. I'm sorry. What are you, trying to Google it? No. Don't be cheating in there. I'm not cheating in here. Spencer, has, he, has, he has high praise for you, and mm-hmm. if you start cheating around. How am I going to cheat? How I don't I know. Gonna... I have no idea, but if you, I don't want Spencer's view of Shaw to, to slide because you're cheating with the Google in there. All right, listen closely. Oh, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. Oh, I want 150000 did you catch what he said there? I won 150000 Is that what he said? He said, uh, oh, my neck. Yeah, I heard that. And my back. Oh, my neck and my back. <laughs> my neck and my back. Heard that. And then he wants 150000 Oh, my neck. <laughs> my back. My neck and my back. Oh, I want 150000 uh, Are you familiar with that movie? That does not make... Uh, you know, no, that, no. doesn't sound familiar to you, Sean? No. I'll, I'll take a guess. All right, let's see what you got, Sean. I, only because you were talking about this yesterday, and I have no idea whether it's from that movie, but I'm going to say Friday. Oh! No way. Oh, my God. Was it really? Yes. Seriously? Yes. I know you were talking about that yesterday because you played that clip of... Uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube, yeah. Yeah, well, his dad, actually. How come every time I come into <laughs> the kitchen, you in the fridge, eating a bowl of food. Yeah, that is uh, that is from the movie Friday. I can't believe it. you took a stab in the dark and you I got completely, it. Completely, yeah. And now Spencer's got ten bucks of my morning show money that he's going to spend on some good alcohol, not bad alcohol. Oh man, the movie Friday. Yeah, Smokey and uh, an Ice Cube go to the store to get some <laughs> provisions for their afternoon session. And while they're there, they run into the local crackhead, and he falls down in the store <laughs> and tries to do one of those slip and fall things. Mm-hmm. And while he's on the floor, he's like, ah. Oh, my neck. Oh, my back, my neck, and my back. And uh, he says he wants $150,000, but afterwards, he says he'll settle out of court right now for $20 and a 40. <laughs> oh, my neck, my back, my neck, and my back. Oh, I want 150000 But I'll settle out of court right now for 20 bucks and a 40. I can't believe you got it. Stab well, in the dark. Stab in the dark. Nice job. Thank you. Ten bucks again next week, Spencer. You got ten bucks of my morning show money. Spend it wisely on some good booze, not some bad booze. I'm ready to rock when you are, so let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7.
The Rock. We are certainly right now in this country out of the pandemic phase. Namely, we don't have 900,000 new infections a day and tens and tens and tens of thousands of hospitalizations and thousands of deaths. We are at a low level right now. That is uh, Fauci from yesterday saying we're out of the pandemic phase, but we're transitioning. Is that the, r- the right word? Yeah, that's about what he said. And uh, I just read a, an interesting fact. Uh, I think all three of us uh, at some point have had COVID, right? No, shot I, I did not, know. You never tested positive? I okay. did not. I, got it. I tested positive once. I had to test several times. Um, Gene, you had it once. I never tested positive, but I was. My daughter did, and then I was ill, and then I had had the the antibodies afterwards when I donated blood. So I had had it, and uh, I tested positive. It was so weird, man, because my wife got it that first November after you know when we shut down in 2020 in March. The wife got it, (laughs) and you uh, never did. And I and you know we lived together obviously, and I never got it when she got it, and then when I got it, uh, what was it last year? She didn't get it, so it was just kind of strange. But uh, a new comprehensive study, Shaw, says that 60%, almost 60% of American adults and 75% of children have antibodies indicating that they've been infected with COVID-19 over the past two years. Yeah, well, so there's five of us in my house, Uh and uh, my daughter and I had it at the same time. My son had it a year later, and neither my husband or my other daughter. So that's 60%. 60%. They're they're right right in my house, yeah. Yeah, and this is, uh, again, a comprehensive study, so this is a lot of people. uh, Uh So. Uh, And this is at least once. This is just at least once that we've heard of several people that have had it multiple times. Uh, Almost, I think what uh, Styles has had it a couple of times, Mm -hmm. right? Twice. Um, Almost half of that uh, has been done since the beginning of December when the Omicron uh, Mm -hmm. variant emerged. Mm -hmm. The antibodies they're talking about are essentially the markers that the virus was present, uh, not the same as those from the vaccine. So uh, they're testing all these people. The one thing they didn't take into account. Uh, the study only accounted for survivors. Doesn't include the 990 million or thousand uh, Americans who mm-hmm. died uh, from COVID nineteen. Uh, U.S. on pace to surpass a million by June first in terms of deaths from COVID. It's but a big number. Sixty percent of people here in America, uh-huh. adults, uh, have at least uh, had COVID at least once in the last now three years, right? Twenty yep. two years essentially, right? 2020, 2021. Mm, twenty 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 one. Twenty and then we're not fully through twenty twenty two yet, so. That's a big number. Yeah, and again, those comments from Dr. Fauci trying to be clarified a little bit because he's not saying the pandemic is over uh, necessarily, uh, but that the levels of the spread have dropped significantly. Significant, so. yeah, very significant. Ryan, Ryan, G, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Recent poll. Of Americans asking if they think different emerging technologies will catch on or, and become more widespread or if they'll fizzle out, Shaw. Is it here to stay or here to go? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't necessarily call a lot of these emerging technology uh, technologies because some of them have been around for a while. Uh, I guess I, when I think of an emerging technology, I think of something that you know we're, yet or- we're just hearing about and is, is the future. Um, but uh, 3D printing, that's been around for several years. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand how that works. <laughs> I mean, I really can't wrap my head around it. 3D printing, you think that'll be something that sticks around, Shaw? Yeah, it seems to be. Yeah, most people will have one uh, just printing products at home. 82% of us think that'll happen, some sort of 3D printer. So if you need a back scratcher and you don't have one, rather than go buy one somewhere at the store, you can just have your 3D printer make you one, Shaw. 
I mean, prosthesis, uh, they're using that in prosthetics, mm-hmm. right, for prosthetics mm-hmm. and things like that. They're using it for all sorts of stuff, uh, Shaw. So 3D printing, but having one at your house, uh, you know, if you need a new chair, right? You get a specific- Just going to go print one real quick. <laughs> Excuse me. I need a smaller chair. <laughs> this one's too big. Uh, virtual reality. This has been a thing for a while. Uh-huh. VR goggles. Yeah. Yes. The metaverse, people uh-huh. video gaming. 70% of people said yes, that will become uh, more widespread. And 60% think augmented reality will also take off. Well, Is that where you never, where you hook into the matrix and you don't leave? You don't, you stay there. Zuckerberg's uh, banking on it. But only 43%, speaking of Zuck, uh, only 43% think the metaverse will be big someday. He'd be better off just taking a back seat and getting somebody likable in front of the <laughs> camera. You know what I mean? People just don't like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you had a better person in front of you, you know what I mean? Somebody that people liked, it might be more palpable for them. You know what I mean? They might be more uh, sure. interested. Uh, artificial intelligence being a big part of your everyday life, Shaw. Do you think that's going to be a thing or is it going to fizzle out? Oh, I, mean, yeah, I think it already is. Yes. I mean, we have smart refrigerators. Uh-huh. And- 69% of people said yes. yes. And I, I think more in terms of learning, Shaw. So your smart fridge learns learns your, your buying habits, right? You put groceries in there and then they learn what you like and then they, maybe they can suggest other things. Those Those sort of... Uh, uh-huh. Artificial intelligence, as opposed to just something with a camera on it or the internet connected to it. Uh, we're talking about something that maybe has the ability to learn and adapt. Our, uh, let's see, self-driving cars. Do you think that'll be a thing or is it going to fizzle out, Shaw? Um, maybe eventually, but I think that one's going to take a while. Only 66% of the uh, people polled in this recent survey think that'll be the norm. I think a lot of us would prefer to have our hands on the wheel. Well, and we've seen, you know, these things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, when the cars take over, they can crash. Or, you know, the car got pulled over and ran away from the cops. We just had that story. And, yeah, I'm not too comfortable with the car doing the driving. I'm set with that, Shaw. I like to have my Me hands too. on the steering wheel. Uh, gene editing technology, Shaw. You think they'll be able to go in and edit your, your genes, genes and uh, be able to make you skinnier or taller? <clears throat> <laughs> is that a thing, Shaw? Is that going to happen? Uh, I don't, I, yeah, I, I think it will. 62% of people in this survey said, yes, it'll it'll be a thing in the future that it won't fizzle out, that it'll be huh. uh, the, the, the thing uh, we're looking for. Lab-grown meat. Well, well probably, because yeah. the greenhouse stuff, I mean, I don't want it necessarily. I'd rather but... be a vegan than eat fake meat, meat made fake in meat. a, I just, it, mm-hmm. it boggles my mind, Shaw. 51% of people, so right Right there on the on the halfway mark, say that lab People are less meat. confident in that, apparently. I, again, the vegetables are there. I'll just eat the vegetables. I'm good with that. And I eat a lot of stuff out of a box, Shaw. A lot of stuff is preserved, <laughs> so I'm already eating things that are made in a lab somewhere. But if you're trying to tell me that steak isn't from a cow, right. I'm good. I'm going to just, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till the cow comes by, and I'll carve off what I want. Uh, crypto, this is a big one right now. Crypto, the last couple of years, has been a big thing. I still don't get it. Um, eight, uh, cryptocurrency, Shaw, you think that's going to be a big thing, or is it going to fizzle out? Um, I think it will be a big thing. I think it's becoming bigger. I think, um, you know, there's some momentum to it. Uh, 50% think it's in for uh, for a boom, that it's going to go somewhere, but only 39% think NFTs will survive. Mm. Yeah, again, you know what I understand less than cryptocurrency? NFTs. NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a picture on the yeah. internet, but apparently somebody owns it, so I can't use it. Is that the deal? You can't even look at it. I can't turn look away. at it. I got to turn, turn mm-hmm. away. Um, there's a whole bunch of other ones on there, but uh, stuff in the future uh, are futuristic things uh, that'll eventually catch on or and become more popular or fizzle out. Uh, it seems like people are, are down for stuff in the future, Shaw. Seems like they're they're pretty open minded. The future is here. It is, Shaw. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go.
the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Guess what today is? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's National Superhero Day. You're a superhero. So you're a superhero now. Recognizing all the superheroes in the world. Fictional. Superman, Iron Man, Batman, Wonder Woman, T'Challa, Black Panther. I'm a superhero. You're not. It honors real life superheroes as well. You're a superhero. Military, police officers, firefighters, doctors, or nurses. Nice cake. Nice cake. Let's start the show national superhero day oh Sean. that's Ooh, great cool. you got a favorite i was always a spider-man guy spider-man mm-hmm. doing things as spider can that's right gene you have a favorite I uh, superhero if i do Obviously, i mean i really like the things have picked up with all of the uh, marvel and dc movies but i really enjoy the wonder woman movies uh, well, this is not about movies. It's just about which is your, your preferred superhero, your Dude, superhero that of choice. New Doctor Strange movie. Ugh. Looks good. Is he a superhero or is he just a wizard? Well, He's a wizard, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Batman I mean, isn't, I mean, is he a superhero? Yeah, he's very super. And he's a hero. So okay, so wizards, okay, got it. Not a thing? I don't know. I mean, is he? I guess you put him in that category. Where else do you put him? But uh, National Superhero Day and uh, Superman, not even in the top 10. No way, really? According to a recent uh, listing, uh, ranking at ranker.com, Wonder Woman at 10, The Flash at 9, The Hulk, Captain America, Thor at 6, Deadpool at number 5. People like those filthy potty mouth superheroes, Sean. Iron Man at number 4, Wolverine at number 3, schnickety, schnickety, schnoik, Batman at number 2, and Shaw, your boy, Spider-Man. Spinning webs Mm -hmm. at number 1. Superman 11th. Um, so many haters downvoted him, uh, which counts against you. Black Panther at 13, The Punisher at 15, Black Widow 17, Silver Surfer 20th. No shortage of superheroes out there. I don't know if I have a favorite. I've, I mean, I always like Superman. Because mm-hmm. the whole flying thing. Truth, you know. justice, in the American way, faster than a speeding bullet. How can I mean, it not be in the top 10? That blows I don't know. my mind. Right. Well, I think the alien thing counts against him. I think the alien thing. I think people are like, they, you know, if they want a, an American superhero, they want Captain America. Even though he got high on roids. I mean, let's be honest, Shaw. He did, huh? He took some, well, he got some kind of super, uh, super serum and okay. became a super soldier and all that stuff. He didn't do it naturally. You know what I mean? Wasn't bitten by a spider. Or he's like, he's like Barry Bonds. You know what I mean? <laughs> a melon head? <laughs> Buck melanoma. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I always liked Superman. I just always thought, you know, but I don't dislike the rest of the superheroes, but I think if I had to choose a favorite, probably be Superman. He flies. Mm-hmm. He can see through things. That's right. He's essentially immortal. Uh, the one thing I don't like about Superman is he gets his power from the sun. It'd be nice if he got his power from like a cool night. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little too hot. Little, 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 you know, like, what happens with global warming? I yeah. mean, you know. I don't know. He, hole in the ozone layer and Superman loses some power. Yeah. And honestly, like, who didn't know that Clark Kent was Superman? Right. I mean, come on, man. It's not like a far far cry there. You know what I mean? Like, Lois Lane couldn't figure it out. She's right a away. journalist. She should have been able yeah. to figure that out. An investigative journalist, no right. doubt. But there you go. National Superhero Day. It's also National Take Your Kid to Work Today. And I want to thank everybody for not bringing their kids here. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on favorite station. 957 The Rock. Did not sleep well last night. I don't know about Eugene. How, how how much uh sleep did you get? 
Uh, I did okay. I've been taking cold medicine this week at night, and I don't usually do that. And man, that has offered me some good relief. Yeah, usually if I go two melatonins and a shot of Nyquil, I'm I'm down for the count, Shaw. I usually um, don't, but that I tell you what. Oof. Last night I. I I was still in bed by about 8 o'clock, and I was tired, and I fell asleep, mm-hmm. but then I woke up at about 11, and I just could not mm. get back to sleep. That's how frustrating. About, how about you? No, I slept well. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I suppose when you don't have a care in the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My mind just... Once I get up, Shaw, my, my brain has a, a problem with shutting mm. back off and going to sleep. I, I just have a real hard time doing that, and uh, apparently I'm in big trouble because that's, uh, that's a big no-no. According to a uh, researchers uh, from the University of Cambridge, they say that seven hours is the perfect amount of sleep to maintain strong cognitive performance and mental health. What's interesting is that obviously you know that if you get less sleep, it's not going to be a good day for you. But apparently if you get too much sleep, it can also have a negative mm, sure. effect, which is interesting because, you know, you hear about people getting eight, nine, ten hours and you're like, damn, I'm jealous of that. Right. But I guess that's not always good either. Uh, the study involved nearly uh, half a million people, adults between the ages of 38 and 73, uh, 500,000 adults. Each person had to report their sleep patterns and complete cognitive tests. Afterwards, uh, the team found insufficient sleep and excessive sleep were both connected to impaired cognitive performance like poorer processing speed, visual attention, memory, and problem-solving skills. Yeah, but one of those good 9-10 hours <laughs> it really is every once in a while up. that yeah. that thing happens, you're like, that yeah. was great. Especially if you've been under the weather. So. Yeah. People also experience more symptoms of anxiety and depression and worse overall well-being if they regularly got less than huh. 7 hours or more. Uh, wasn't able to determine the poor sleep causes uh, or that poor sleep causes cognitive problems, but they say their long-term analysis support uh, that idea. So obviously getting... At least seven hours uh, is ideal. I did not get that last night. I'm lucky if I got two, three hours maybe. So I'm running on steam right now. I think there's so. a nap in your future. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm think- You know, I, I, I haven't foregone or, or gotten rid of naps completely. But I find now, obviously, that uh, if I nap in the afternoon, I have even more trouble sleeping yeah. again. So if I'm on this, like kick where I'm not sleeping at night, then I try to stay up all day and be super right. duper tired sure. and then Makes I sense. really zonk out um, and that helps me out. So, But uh, we'll see. I got a bunch of stuff I got to do today because it's supposed to rain all friggin' weekend. Yeah. And uh, if that's the case, then I got outdoor stuff to do today, like picking up dog poop and all that. So we'll see. Hopefully I get more than two or three hours of sleep. I hope so. Thank you. This is your wake up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. Friday, the weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! It is the weekend, and it's going to rain all weekend, right, Shaw, except for today? Uh, pretty good chance of it, yeah, certainly right. tomorrow. I think I'll just hunker down and play video games all weekend. Last weekend was my jam. Saturday, it was beautiful. And I was down to, uh, at the Fest Grounds drinking crafty, crafty mm-hmm. beers. I'll probably have a beer or two this weekend, but with the rain, I think I'll spend most of my time indoors. However, if you're looking to get out of your house and go do some stuff this weekend, there's plenty of things happening in our area, Shaw, and you can find a lot of different events at AroundRiverCity.com. This one is really, really cool. 
The Lacrosse Beer House on Friday and Saturday nights during the uh, warmer months mm-hmm. has live polka music. And this Friday and Saturday, they've got live polka music. And Eddie Carosa, the polka king of Chicago. I know. Nice. I knew about this. This is so great. Is going to be playing today and tomorrow, tomorrow, 630 to 830. And he, by the way. Is the polka king of Chicago. <laughs> Not only is he the polka king of Chicago, but he was in Home Alone. Remember when she gets to the airport and she can't get a ride yes. and yeah. yes. John Candy shows up yes. and says, hey, why don't you ride with us? He's in the band with John Candy. Yes. That's funny. He's the guy with the mustache in the back of the truck. Hilarious. It's him. Yeah, he's in the movie. So if you've got a copy of Home Alone and you want to get it autographed, I'm sure Eddie Carosa, the polka king of Chicago, <laughs> would be more than happy to sign that bad boy for you. You can check out some video of him in Home Alone on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But tonight and tomorrow night, 630 to 830 at the Lacrosse Beer House, Eddie Carosa, the polka king of Chicago. I wonder if Candy based his character on Eddie Carosa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, because he was, what, Gus something Kenosha or other, the, the Kenosha kickers? Yeah. <laughs> they were the, but he was the polka king yeah. of the Midwest or whatever, yeah. right? So I wonder if he's like, hey, do you oh, mind yeah. if I steal that? You I think s- he knows the sausage king of Chicago, Abe Froman? Abe Froman, he might. <laughs> he might. Uh, on, on Saturday, tomorrow, uh, bring your appetite to West Salem. The annual West Salem Fire Department Chicken Q Fundraiser. Uh, this obviously is a volunteer fire department out there, Shaw, and they use these proceeds to buy equipment and gear and all that stuff. So the event is at the West uh, Salem Fire Department tomorrow. Kicks off uh, at 11 a.m. and runs till 2 p.m. or until the chicken runs out. Because uh, let's be honest, the chicken cues, <laughs> that's been known to happen. That's true. Dinners are 10 bucks, and that includes uh, all the usuals, half a chicken, baked beans, coleslaw, and a dinner roll. And you can find out more info about the West Salem Fire Department Chicken Q Fundraiser uh, on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Tomorrow night, it's another great fundraiser. This one is over at the Pearl Street Brewery, so you know there's going to be beers. <laughs> there's also going to be food from Fathead Steve's. They're bringing their food truck over there. And live music from the Mondays. Uh, the Mondays play like 80s, 90s, uh, all your favorite cover mm. tunes, so all the music you like to sing and dance okay. to. Uh, it's Lancer Night Out. To benefit the La Crescent Hoka School District 300 Foundation. The mission of the 300 Foundation is to positively impact students and staff in the district. Pearl, uh, Pearl Street Brewery and Fathead Steve is going to donate a portion of the profits to the foundation. Pre-sale tickets available online for $10. Bucks. Uh, it's $15 at the door. You can call in advance. You can get more information, again, online at the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But a big night out. Raising money for the uh, Lancer Night Out, La Crescent Hoka School District 300 Foundation. Then on hashtag Sunday Funday, Shaw, mm-hmm. if you're into the crafty, crafty beers and the crafty, crafty cocktails yeah. and the really delicious food, the Lacrosse Distilling Company in downtown Lacrosse is having a specialty beer release. Now, this is a nationwide beer. We've seen a lot of this, these collaboration beers, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the Ukraine or for, uh, you know, fundraising efforts, whatever that might be. This is a hashtag brew stash strong beer collaboration. Oh, I heard about this. It's in uh, solidarity with over 175 other craft breweries in the nation. It's a campaign that will raise vital funds and much-needed awareness for brain cancer research. If you want to find out more about the hashtag Brew Stash Strong Beer collaboration, you can go to stash, S-T-A-C-H-E, like mustache, Mm -hmm. strong.org. You can find that info on our website. Um, It's a beer release. It's a smash IPL. And it's going to be available uh, starting on Sunday over there at the Lacrosse Distilling Company. And of course, they got you know cocktails and food. And yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. But I urge you to find out more about that. It's really uh, a really cool organization, and also cool that they were able to get all these breweries to partner up and, and brew a, a really unique beer. So, uh, lots of other events happening. 
in our area. You can find many of them on AroundRiverCity.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you'd like to see featured on that website, you can submit it for free right there at AroundRiverCity.com. It's easy to do. But my three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend uh, on the Morning Sickness page on our app or on our website. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 95.7TheRock.com and the 95.7 The Rock app.